It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's up? Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rafine. It is great to be with you on a gloomy Tuesday. On Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe to the only Bengals podcast out there that comes at you on a daily basis. There are no other daily Bengals podcast out there, just this one. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast, including LockedOnBengals.com, where Jeffrey Carr has written on the website right now recently. I plan on writing more frequently coming up as, as the season's certainly underway. There's a ton to get to tomorrow. Well, it'll be Aaron Freeman and myself with a locked-on crossover. We'll preview Falcons-Bengals, a game I will be at. Let me know, by the way, if you're going to the Atlanta to watch the game. I'll be there flying down courtesy of Ultimate Air Shuttle and uh, going to go down, fly down the day of, and fly back after the game. But uh, I'd love to say hi to you if you're going to the game. So please feel free to reach out on Twitter or email me at jamesrapine. Uh, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. Uh, a lot to get to on today's show. A lot, a lot, a lot. And um, I listened to Bengals Line on 700 WLW last night. You're going to hear some cuts from Dave Lapham. Dave Lapham going to be on this podcast on Thursday. Um, so we're booked. We're loaded. I mean, we've got Aaron Freeman locked on Falcons tomorrow to be a conversation. I'm joining him uh, late this evening, later on this evening. And uh, recording that. And then Dave Lapham. And then Friday, it'll be a predict- prediction podcast. And then we'll get back to it. We'll get right back to it here as the Bengals look to uh, advance to 3-1 and one on the year. But let's continue with something that um, I'm going to put to bed right now. This narrative, but before we get to Dave Lapham, and you'll hear from Dave Lapham today. But this narrative of John Ross needing to be benched. This narrative of, oh, clear the decks. John Ross should not be in anymore. He's in the way of Josh Malone. Give someone else an opportunity. Are you kidding me? Give someone else an opportunity? The people that think that, and I'm not saying it's everyone, but the people that think that have no idea what the numbers actually say. Because right now, Josh Malone has gotten an opportunity and John Ross hasn't. John Ross... Played in 17 snaps last year, 1.8%. John Ross this season has played in 85 uh, or 68 snaps, excuse me, 68 total through three games. Josh Malone, 31 total through three games. Here's the interesting thing to me. In their career right now, Josh Malone has played in more games, 14, gotten more starts, 7, been targeted more, 21 times. John Ross has played in less games, six, less starts, technically three, uh, has played in only three games this year. Last year, 17 total snaps. Think about that when you're talking about games being played. And it's a poll question I put up at James Erpino on Twitter, and it was really simple. Who deserves more of an opportunity to prove themselves, player A or player B? Because this narrative of, oh, John Ross hasn't played uh, or has played too much and these other guys need opportunities – 
Josh Malone has seven receptions for 75 yards, one touchdown on 21 targets in 14 games. He's played 279 snaps over that span. John Ross has five receptions for 27 yards and one touchdown on 15 targets. He started three games, six games played, 85 total snaps in his career. And there are people out there that want to throw in the towel on John Ross? There are people that want to say, nope, we don't want him. Get out of here. Y'all are out of your damn minds. Not everybody. Again, there are plenty of you who don't feel that way. Some of you feel he needs to be benched, or some of you think that they just need to keep going to him. Fine. I get all that. I get disciplining him for, for having issues. But the interesting thing is, is Tyler Boyd had six receptions last season for 43 yards and was a healthy scratch through week five. Healthy scratch week two, had a total of six receptions for 43 yards, no touchdowns. Last season. That was last year. And now he's Andy's safety net, as I say. He's the second option in this offense right now in the passing game behind A.J. Green. Things change in a hurry. The last thing I think the Bengals should do is give up on a guy who's played in six games. The last thing I think the Bengals should do is completely bench and abandon a guy or inactivate uh, or, or make him deactive. Uh, deactivate, if I can talk, deactivate John Ross this Sunday. That's the last thing they should do. Now, I'm the first one to tell you that if I'm Ross, and I promise you that this, and, and I would not say this if I thought my work ethic was not good enough to, to back this up. If that happened to me, and I'm John Ross, I would have been in there today at Paul Brown Stadium on my off day. I would have been working with Andy Dalton, watching film with Bill Lazor, watching film with Bob Bicknell, watching film with Marvin Lewis. I would be busting my ass to try to earn back the, the trust and try to earn the trust, establish trust with Andy Dalton and this coaching staff and from my teammates. I would be the hardest worker in the room for the rest of the season because I would be so sick and tired of people saying I can't play football. It would irk me so much, so much, that that would be the case. Tyler Boyd on Bengals line was asked about John Ross. He was asked about the difference between last year to this year. Um, this is about three minutes long. You're going to hear Lance McAllister. You're going to hear Dave Lapham. And I think that there's a lot of interesting things involved in this, but it starts with Tyler Boyd talking about the difference from year two, where, again, six receptions, 43 yards. Boyd struggled for the majority of year two. He struggled, and I know he was pretty good his rookie season. And Boyd's my guy. You've heard him on this podcast a lot. I'm not hating on him. I'm just telling it like it is. Sometimes it takes time. You're going to hear from a guy in Boyd who says there was a big difference from him last season to this season. Here's Tyler Boyd on Bengals line last night. Attacking it harder, you know, coming into this camp, you know, and they had released LaFell, you know, mm -hmm. so I wanted to come in and make a huge impact and show them that how, how worthy of a player that I was, you know, and I went there and – had, had, had one of the hugest um, camps of, of my career, you know, and it, and it paid off. I know that uh, it probably had to be a tough day for John Ross. He's a, he's a guy of your in your wide receiver room. When a player, a teammate of yours, you know, goes through an experience like that, yourself, AJ, you know, you guys are having uh, a lot of success. What, what do you do? How, how do you how do you try to handle what John Ross is going through at this time? Uh. You know, all the guys in the room still trust him. You know, he was a guy that had another breakout camp as well. You know, he just he just felt that the ball wasn't coming his way. You know, I guess. And, and but 
I don't think that play defines him at all. You know, I think he's going to come back stronger and, and, and put a lot of plays on tape. Has he, has he basically let you guys know that? I mean, have you guys talked with him? And is he uh, – what, what's his mindset right now? Is he in a pretty good place? Definitely. You know, actually he came in kind of, you know, sound. You know, he wasn't miserable. He didn't feel any type of way. You know, he just came in and apologized and told him what he thought, how the play went, you know, in his brain, you know. And, I mean, like I mentioned, I can't define any person. It wasn't his fault we lost anything like that. You know? Right. So um, we continue to ride for each other, and we're going to maintain that he's going to break one of these games. You know, you're, you're a great example of, you know, in your mind, all right, Maybe you hit bottom. You know, it's like probably not going to get worse. And you say, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to crank it. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to attack it. I'm going to take it as high as I can take it. That's a good example for any player, rookie, veteran. You know, John. That's a good example for John. Okay, low point didn't work out well for him in this game. Put it aside. Work. Crank it. Be the best you can be every snap. I mean, your 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 last season to this season is a just a handbook. To give to John Ross and say, here's what I did. Here's what you should do, too. What do you think? You definitely got a point. But, uh, you know, what I did, I just wanted to, you know, just relax, you know, and don't worry about what I couldn't control. You know, I think that's a little bit what's in his mind. You know, I think he feel a lot of pressure because of his caliber of his position. You know, and I just, I just, you know, stopped and regrouped and just, you know, went out there and did all the little things right before I wanted to go out there and, and, and do something that, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. That's Tyler Boyd on John Ross, Dave Lapham, Lance McAllister as well. 700 WLW Bengals line. It's every Monday night, 6 to 9 on 700 WLW during the football season. To me, this is very simple. You got to work harder. That's it, John. You got to give 100% effort and you got to work harder. It's it's that simple. I will never, ever, and I know I'm the John Ross guy, I'm never going to be like, oh, he's too good to work hard. Everyone needs to work hard in any industry, at anything they do. I will never be the guy that says otherwise. So if John wants to win his teammates over, you got to work hard. You got to prove it. Um, I've said it. I've been on multiple podcasts. I've been on multiple radio shows over the past couple of days. And what I've said, very simple, how you respond to, to criticism, how you respond to adversity separates the good in the great, in the bad, in the average, in the average to the good, et cetera. So you're bad, you're not going to have the work ethic. You want to be average, you might have an okay work ethic. But the people that are really, really, really good to great, they bust their ass. I'm not saying John Ross is going to be this all-pro wide receiver. He has a unique skill set. He has something that I saw in college film that the Bengals desperately needed. It needs to translate to the NFL, and the way it does is by him busting his tail. Is by him doing everything he can to be as prepared as possible, to know the playbook inside and out, to know Andy Dalton and build that chemistry and earn that trust and be confident and have that dog in him and have that confidence that no matter who's guarding him, he thinks he can get open because he's faster and he's more prepared and he's worked harder. That's the difference, man. I watched Kobe Bryant in 1997 airball four times in the playoffs against the Utah Jazz. He was a punchline after that game. He ended up winning five rings and as a first ballot Hall of Famer and played 20 seasons in the league and was one of the greatest 12, 10, 12 best players ever. Chad Johnson, arguably the best Bengals wide receiver in history. I remember him running crazy routes as a, as a first-year player in 2001. No one knew. He didn't know the playbook well. Year number two, I remember distinctly remember him, and it was uh, 
It was in Indianapolis. It might have been the RCA Dome still then. Maybe Lucas Oil was just built, but it was 2002. And the Bengals starting to make a comeback. This is that awful Bengals team. They were 2-14. and 14. And Chad Johnson is wide open over the middle. John Kitna hits him fourth quarter. Game on the line. Less than two minutes to go. The ball hits Chad. Excuse me. Hits Chad in the hands. Goes off his hands. Deflects up in the air. Gets picked off. And Chad said, I'm never going to drop another ball this season. He did have other drops, but he responded to it. You got to respond to adversity. If John Ross is who I've said he's going to be, like if he ends up working out, how he responds to this is going to be a big reason why. Throw last year out of it, he was injured. Throw all of this out of it. John, and here's the bottom line, if he was listening, and I, if I knew him on a level where I could say, John, what are you going to do? How are you going to respond? We've all had that in our jobs, by the way. Haven't we all had really crappy days where we're like, oh my God, I'm awful at this? I've had days where I, before, well before the Locked On Bengals podcast, before I was ever on radio, when I was just trying to do it for the first time, just trying to get set and do it, I put out awful podcasts all the time. I would send my demo to our program director, <laughs> laughed. He was like, no, this isn't good enough. But then you record and you record and you work and you work and you grind and you grind. And, and there, were, there were hundreds probably of podcasts that I would record five, six, seven minutes long, just opening rants that no one ever heard that I did. And then at some point you get good enough to where you get a shot. And not that I've made it and have this crazy, awesome, successful media career or anything like that, but I've seen some success and part of it is, is in due to that work and that grind. That's the difference. That's what separates you. So what Ross needs to do this week, and, and he's got to be available, he's got to be out there because I'm not sure if A.J. Green's going to play. And if A.J. Green isn't going to play, we'll hear Dave Lapham on Green coming up in a few minutes. Well, then it's going to be on Ross against the secondary that is destroyed. They're banged up. They have no safety play. They're not getting pressure on the quarterback in Atlanta. One of the worst teams in the league at getting pressure on the quarterback. John Ross, your team needs you. And it's time for you to answer the bell. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It is great to be with you today. Let's get one more on John Ross. I don't think he should be sat down. And I think this is a very, very interesting point by Dave Lapham. Here is uh, Dave Lapham on whether or not the Bengals might bench John Ross. That's a tough decision. You know, it's like, okay, do we, if we do that, have we lost John Ross for good? If we don't do that, is it in the best interest of the football team based on what the football team just saw? So, it, it, I mean, those are coaching decisions that, you know, the position coach, the coordinator, the head coach, the organization, everybody's going uh, to talk about. And they'll, they'll uh, approach it with the best course. I'm sure they're probably going to sit down with John Ross and, on multiple levels and, and talk it through. And, you know, do you say one chance and you don't get a second? I mean, honestly, maybe this is a maybe this is the turning point for his career. Maybe it's like, okay, I've hit the bottom. This this now is going to be my impetus to change my whole approach to how I'm, you know, being a professional and what I'm doing, and I'm going to change things and I'm going to be uh, the most reliable teammate that you can possibly have because that's the thing we always talk about abilities, you know, speed, size, strength, all that. But with teammates, real important abilities are reliability, accountability, availability, all those abilities. And if you don't, if your team's not sure, 
and it, particularly your quarterback. If your quarterback has second thoughts when he's trying to cut it loose to you, like what are you going to do? You know, are you going to, uh, you know, what are you doing this play? You have to have no doubt in your mind that that receiver is going to be where you expect him to be, when you expect him to be there, and he's going to fight for you. He's going to fight for the football and, and fight for his team. That's Dave Lapham on Bengals line. Lap will give us an update on A.J. Green in just a second. But to me, the, the thing th- that I said, and I, I was on uh, with Tony Pike and Richard Skinner here locally on the Angry Quarterbacks podcast. We record that every week. There's a link to it at ESPN1530.com. But the one thing that I can't say, I can't do, I can't do for Ross, right? Like, Because I've supported him. I can't want hit more than him. And I'm not saying I do, but like, I just, to me, like he's got to, if that's the case and he struggled and obviously he struggled, but his confidence is shaken, whatever that needs to motivate you to work harder. And it needs to piss you off that people think you can't play in the league. It needs to make you mad and he needs to get angry and he needs to get that chip on his shoulder. And if that isn't going to do it, then I'm not sure what is. It would certainly put a chip on my shoulder. Heck, I'm ready to go right now. Give me the damn helmet, and let's go run some routes. I'm James Rapine. (laughs) This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm obviously kidding. Up next, Dave Lapham gives us an injury update on A.J. Green. What happened, what's actually injured, and, and whether or not he could potentially play this week. But first, a word from my bookie, because where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and my bookie is where you should go to bet what did I say? I said take the Steelers. I hope you did. They were minus or they were plus one on the road against Tampa. They handled business. And right now, you can get dollar for dollar your first deposit match. Dollar for dollar. All you got to do is go to my bookie online, use promo code locked on25. And if you do it after 7 p.m. Eastern time, you're gonna get an extra $25 bonus with deposits over 100 bucks. Take advantage of it. Use MyBookie online. They have fantasy betting. They have in-game betting, live betting, all of these different aspects, all of these different ways to make money. You know who's going to win, so take advantage of it with MyBookie. Again, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. Check them out. Use promo code LOCKEDON25. They have a great mobile site. It's easy to use. Payouts are easy, and it's just easy to get your money and all that stuff. It's awesome. It's a site I use. I recommend it to you as well. Again, my bookie online and uh, use promo code locked on 25. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for mock draft Monday on the locked on NFL draft podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'll tell you right now, I'm picking the Falcons if A.J. Green does not play. So whatever my prediction is on Friday is going to have a lot to do with whether or not A.J. Green plays. We've talked a lot about John Ross. Here's Dave Lapham on A.J. Green's health. What happened on Sunday, and just a, an update to Green's injury. Well, it, it, got, it got released from the sideline uh, during the game as a, as a groin issue. Yeah. But, you know, you, you, he fell on his hip real hard. And uh, get like a hip pointer, you know, you, yeah. fall, you hit that point of your hip, and you get some – it's bruising. You get some, it all depends on the severity of the bruising. But while, you know, while you have that, that collision, 
you know, you bond, it, your, your skeletal system kind of like mesh, mashes together. Yeah. And, you know, you have a pelvic bone on the inside of your hip that's, you know, attached by your groin area. So if you're sore, you know, it's like, boy, am I, am I, is my groin okay? Is it my, is it my pelvic bone? Is it, well, you know, what, what do we get going there? So um, it, it's, uh, or I should say pubic bone. There's a pubic bone on the inside of your hip. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there, and it's like, what, what, what is it? Yeah. Uh, how much blood is there? How much swelling is there? So uh, AJ was, uh, was saying that it happened to him once in high school. He fell on a basketball court, went up, I guess, and got undercut and fell, oh. on, fell on a court on his hip. And, of course, that's, that's even a worse situation. But he said, you know, he's, he's dealt with it before, so this isn't the first time. And these guys, though, I mean, they heal so fast because their bodies are machines. I mean, these guys are in such unbelievable shape that for the weekend warrior might be out two months. These guys are out two weeks or two days. You know, it's, it's unbelievable how with the rehab and all the uh, equipment they have to rehab and all the expertise with the trainers and doctors and, and then, you know, the strength and conditioning people as the other part of the rehab, Nick, Nick Cosgray down there does an unbelievable job. So, you know, the recovery time, with a lot of these athletes is just mind-boggling. It's like, you're kidding me. They're back already from something like that? And then, like I said, everybody's body's different, everybody's rehab's different, and sometimes injuries, you know, might take longer than you expect. You just, there's not a book on any of it. Sure. You know, you can make guesstimates and all that, but there's nothing you can really say, this is definitively X, Y, Z. That's Dave Lapham on Bengals line. I think A.J. Green would have a huge week this week. I, I, (laughs) they need him out there. Hopefully he can heal fast, like Lap said. They need him out there. If they get him out there, then they got a shot. If not, no Mixon. Mixon's not playing this week, by the way. I can guarantee you that. Um, No green. Big problem. By the way, the Bengals signed Taft High School product, Ohio State, Cincinnati native, uh, former Ohio State Buckeye, and uh, former Bill, um, Adolphus Washington. To fill the role, if if you haven't seen it, I tweeted it out, but Ryan Glasgow went down, torn ACL. And uh, Adolphus Washington was drafted in the third round, 2016. Cut by the Bills on September 10th. Was on the Dallas Cowboys practice squad. Now is a Bengal. Try to talk to him in the locker room tomorrow as well. Up on, on tomorrow's podcast, Aaron Freeman. Locked on Falcons. A conversation with him. Until then, have a great night. And don't forget, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Also, subscribe, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, including the iHeartRadio app. Have a great night. Be back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.